Right, an official warm welcome to the East Coast Radio Top 40 to the hit maker of this song. And if you didn't know by now, a number one on the ECR Top 40 on my birthday, actually, the 30th of September 2023. Welcome to Baby Queen. Hey, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's so cool to see you in the flesh and do this and not be behind a camera, a.k.a. Zoom. You know what? It's amazing. Like, it's it's crazy to be here. And like, I, uh, yeah, I mean, you guys like, thank you for the number one, by the way. I was like my dad. I feel like it's like my dad was getting everyone in the whole of Durban to like vote, <laughs> vote for that song. So, so I must be honest, right? So we have a load of songs that come in every single week. And when your song came on, and I'm not just saying this because you're here right okay, now trying okay. to butter you up, but it's true. <laughs> The second we played it, it came on as a new release. The WhatsApp line just exploded. No and then way. every single week, people started requesting it. So, of course, it went to number one. So Let's go. Congrats. Look, before we jump into it, there is a video on your social media that gives me goosebumps every single time yeah. I watch it. I'm just going to play you a quick snippet. Have a listen to okay. this. Hi, um, my name is Arabella, and I'm South African. This is uh, my first live show. Uh, and then from there, you go on to multiple stages and the <laughs> crowds get bigger and bigger and bigger. And there's people with their flashlights and you're this huge, amazing artist. But you started off there by saying, hey, I'm from South Africa. And you're a Durban girl, right? It's crazy. So that was like a little video I used to. Yeah, I'm from Durban, like grew up in the Berea. And uh, that was a little video I made. I was playing this red guitar. Um, and I was I was like posting on YouTube, you know what I mean? I thought I was gonna get like discovered online and like and I would like post videos to the record labels and stuff, but yeah, that was me. <laughs> and what school did you go to? I went to Durban Girls College. A college girl, have yeah. you been back since? You know what? I actually haven't and I'm like I've been around but I'm scared. I feel like I've I spent so much time in that building that I'm like there's a lot in there. Can I be honest? Yeah. They want you back, and I'll tell you why. They my, want me back? Yeah, my girlfriend's daughter, she goes to DGC, and I just whispered in her ear last night. I said, have you heard of Baby Queen? And she just lost it. She was, like, <laughs> screaming and going onto TikTok, and she's like, the people in the school and the teachers, they talk about you. So I reckon so a little trip back would be I cool. I didn't know that because I thought, I always thought because of what I'm saying, like, some of the subjects that I'm talking about in the music, I was always like, they're going to not want to even say that I'm from there. No, you know you, I mean? You've got what... big support there. Ah. You really do. Well, you know what? Maybe I'll try pop in tomorrow. That would be epic. Yeah, yeah. If you do, please yeah. include well, I'll me film there. It, I'll film it. I'll give you a little shout out. <laughs> <laughs> so, am I correct in saying, 18, you went across to the UK and boom, not straight away, but in time, you made it. At what point did you go, you know what? I've I've made it. I've smashed it. I've, I'm, I'm at my pinnacle for now. Oh, it's so crazy because you very these those moments are like super few and far between because it's usually how can I do better? That's like the usual feeling. But I think um, there was I always wanted a record deal as a kid. Like that was like this. We just came back and found all these notes I'd written to myself of like the steps to get a record deal, and it was like so not the steps. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so much harder than that. Take um, me through th- some of the steps that didn't work that don't make sense. Oh, I mean, I think, you know, I think it's just what happened to me was when I got to London, I realized how what the competition is like there, you know, and it's just not as easy as um, writing a song and having a good voice. And it's like you have to find something that is unique, I guess, and lean into that as much as you can. Um, 
But yeah, there's a lot that didn't work. I tried a lot. I, I knocked on a lot of doors that didn't open. <laughs> and now it seems all worth it because yeah. you've smashed the door down now. You know what? It's uh, it's weird. It's weird coming back because it's like a realization of how far I've come from here, you know? I get you. Now, a while ago, we had Becky Hill on the show. Did you? Yeah, she's a vibe, hey? Yeah, met her. she's signed to my label, but I've not <sighs> met her. She is such a vibe. Anyway, we were on a Zoom call and she was in the back of her car, so it was almost like carpool karaoke. Yeah. But I did ask her, I said, what's the weirdest thing a fan has ever said or done to you? And it turns out that a fan sent her a dog collar, which is incredibly odd and weird. Oh, my God. But, she, you know, Becky, she's thick skin didn't, didn't, she wasn't offended at all but you've got some amazing fans and you watch I these do. videos what's the craziest thing a fan has ever said or done to you oh my god this is like see everyone in the room is laughing because there's so many there's so many instances i can refer to um oh my god it's they're, they're amazing my fans are just like they're so i don't know every night it's it's at those shows it's, it's just insane but I, I feel like I was I had this song called Want Me that I wrote about this actress right called Jodie Comer and um, I had a lot of her fans that became like fans of us both and so for a period of time I was exclusively receiving Jodie Comer merch to my label like Jodie Comer pillows like everything it was crazy I was like if I actually took this stuff I would look like a stalker of this person <laughs> but yeah, I had this crazy experience of this girl I went to school with and she was the one girl that beat me to the creative writing prize and like I had I was like I had beef with her because of it anyways. <laughs> but I was at, I was on stage in New York and I saw her in the crowd and she threw a letter onto the stage and it was this crazy that was a cool moment, you know. That's but, an epic moment. Yeah, crazy. But let's go back in time before you had yeah. these crazy fans. Apparently <laughs> you have a story about tortoises. Did that happen? It happened. And how many people were there? It was literally me and my dad and my mom. And there were maybe three other people in the in the at the farm. Um, and then the tortoises, yeah. But now you look back at that, <laughs> right? Which hopefully you don't do a lot of. <laughs> I think of it every single night. And you shove <laughs> when you're crying in the corner yeah, of your room. Yeah, yeah. And you look at yourself now, surely not only are your folks proud, but you must just be so proud of yourself. Yeah, I think um, I am, you know, and I think that that's the challenge is just trying to actually be satisfied and be proud of what you've done, you know, um, and live in the present. But, you know, that experience, I always say like when I when I go on stage and I always say and like nothing that goes wrong could ever be worse than what I experience than what I've experienced. Do you know what I mean? So like, I feel like it's good. You become uh, more comfortable and you can just deal with things going really wrong because there's never going to be two tortoises like yes. <laughs> in the back. Like that's just, it's never going to get that bad. Well, when you come back for that Durban show, you, you know never what? <laughs> you never know in Durban, seriously. So you've worked with some amazing artists. You've met some incredible people in your journey, right? Yeah. I mean, needless to say, a message from Olivia. You've opened up for Olivia Rodrigo. It's insane. But has there been a person where you've just gone, I am completely and utterly starstruck right now? Um, so there was, yeah, so there's um, this band called the 1975, right? And when I 
was growing up here in Durban, I was th- I, that first album like soundtracked my self discovery, you know, as a young person. Um, and when I filmed my second ever music video, the stylist on the shoot was this Italian woman, and she said, um, she said, "Matias are coming." And he just turned up to my music video and I literally, when I found out he was coming the whole day, I was just like, I had this pit in my stomach and then he turned up and I was like, I've never been such a weirdo ever. (laughs) (laughs) I I had the honor of speaking to a person that I've listened to from a young age uh, about two years ago. And we met up with him in Cape Town. We had this unbelievable interview. And when he walked through, the first thing he did was he greeted the staff and the cleaners and the hotel management. And then he came to the radio guys and the TV guys. Yeah, and he just yeah. the impact he had on us was unbelievable. And the positivity left in that room. We all left better people after that yeah. interview. What do you want your fans to take away with them after the baby queen effect? I feel like, you know, this is something that I've been unraveling and discovering. You know, I started my career in the middle of COVID, so I didn't get to have that fan experience. And the moment that I actually got to step onto the stage, it was just a place of so much happiness and love and people just wanting to be accepted for who they are, just wanting to be themselves, wanting to feel understood. And, um, you know, I guess like are people who are going through a lot and life is tough and I think it's just it's a it's a place of of love and acceptance which is what I feel and um yeah I feel like when when my my uh, friends and family come to the show they're always like it's such a it's a happy place there's there's hope you know and that's what I love that feeling of hope that you can give people. And if you had loads of fans, just message you privately and go, you know, you've helped me through one of the hardest times in my life. Oh my God, like, yeah. And it's 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 insane to, you can't even quantify that. And it's difficult to be able to like accept the truth of that because mm. I had fan. I mean, I had musicians that did that for me, you know, and I can Who were remember, those mu- musicians? I mean, I was like the biggest Taylor Swift fan in the whole world. Um, and... I I know how I felt about her as if she was like my sister, you know what I mean? But it's difficult to be, to like accept that you could have had that effect Mm. on someone else, you know? Isn't it beautiful what you do for people? Sometimes you don't even know that you are helping someone through the hardest stage or moment in their life. And there you are on stage having fun. You go home and you you got this adrenaline rush not knowing that you've just helped someone so much. It's incredible, hey? It is incredible. It's, um, it's, it really does give you a sense of purpose you know last year yeah you said you had the best year of your life yeah. if you had to give me a 20 second highlight reel could you do it yes or no um i could do it okay three two one okay what happened it started off really badly and basically i had to write an album and that was really really stressful and then i finished writing the album and that was like the greatest relief of my whole life and this happiness just like exploded inside my body Ten. and then i went on festival season and then i went all around and then i went and played and then i went on tour and then i played my biggest headline show ever Four. and it was just we were all around the world and it was crazy and it was so much fun and Zero. basically <laughs> please complete the sentence i was hooked um yeah, basically, I was going to say it was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. I want to play a little game with you, right? Yeah. You were born here in Durban. My whole family was born in Manchester in England, right? I was oh, the only one born here. Oh, okay, okay, okay. 
Uh, I'm a Man United fan as well, so I see okay. a psychologist like two, yeah, three times. Yeah, 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 anyway, yeah. makes sense. So there are <laughs> South, South African sayings that I'm sure you remember. Yeah. But what I would need you to do, if possible, is convert them to British sayings. Okay, okay. 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 So let's give ourselves something reasonable, like a 30 second timer here. Okay. And let's see, we've got seven South African words. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. Bry. Bry, it's a barbecue. A jaw, bro. A jaw, we're going for a party. Tackies. Tackies, uh, running shoes. <laughs> Highball. Hi, uh, what? Like, <laughs> hey. You're crazy. Away. Uh, yo, what's good? <laughs> hectic, my bro, hectic. That is so intense. What's cutting, cuz? Um, what's. I mean, what do we say? We say, you good, B? No, we say, what are you saying, B? That's what we say. That's what we say in London. What are you saying, B? You did well. We did yeah, that in yeah, 30. Nice yeah, one. Easy. Nice one. <laughs> what does the future hold for you? And like, like, what's coming up next? But not only that, like, what is the end goal for you? Is there one? You know, it's, um, it's just the most incredible, I guess, experience to be on. And I think when I started this out, I had these end goals and it doesn't bring you very much happiness to have this final expectation of yourself and so I'm trying to you know I realize that I think the music brings me more happiness the creation of something that I'm really proud of so I actually want to just make better music like that's what I want to do just make better music and um uh yeah hopefully do it for a long time you know it's so funny when you say you want to make better music because, like, I listen to it. I'm like, how do you better that? Like, how how does that actually? Happen? This is what this is what I'm trying to figure out. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna crack the code. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do better. I'm gonna do better. Okay, well, good luck with that. Like, I don't know how you're gonna better that. <laughs> Thank you. The John Legends, the Craig Davids, the Becky Hills, the Adels. We've all asked them this last question that you're about to face. Yeah. One sentence to change the world. One sentence to change the world. Um. I would say, I would say that kindness and being able to relate to people and being able to be kind to other people, you know, is the most important thing because I think we, yeah, I just think kindness is all that matters at the end of the day because we're all going to die, you know, Um, and this is a really long sentence and uh, (laughs) just be kind to people because you know no one remembers how much money you had no one remembers no one cares but but like i think the best legacy to leave behind is like that was a good person you know i love that absolutely beautiful now i don't normally do this but we've got a special guest with us today and that's your dad Oh, here we go. <laughs> well, I believe, like, I watched a whole bunch of YouTube with Arabella, uh, you know, over the past week or so. And you've had your DJing days as well, besides from your actual job. But you've seen your daughter grow into this unbelievable artist and I'm sure just incredible human being. What do you want to say to, to baby queen Arabella, your baby Arabella right now? Well, I always go back to the East Coast Radio interview. How many years ago? I probably... A good seven or eight years ago, we were. Yeah, here. I was like sixteen, and I had this horrible song. You were in I don't know how I got in here. I don't know who let me in. <laughs> yeah, and she basically um, had had this dream and had this ambition to to just you know go big and take it overseas and this kind of thing. But she wasn't. She hadn't been clear with us 
the parents, you know, as to, you know, as to what she wanted to do with her life, you know. And but I know that she had just performed um, at Kings Park a body of music that all my friends came to me and said, "Wow, hang on, this, she's got something special." Because up till then I wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then I'm sitting outside the um, interview room and. Um, they called me in. They said that a question was asked, did you hear it? And I hadn't because I'm very ADHD and I was dreaming, you know. So they sat <laughs> me down and they said, your daughter has just said she's not going to varsity. Um, she's going overseas straight after matric. That's how you found yeah. out. And um, what, do you, what have you got to say? You know? <laughs> she put me on the spot. <laughs> what, what did you say? Well, uh, I had said exactly that, that the last body of music that at that first, at that He basically concert, said... Um, you You're just year. good enough to have a bash at it. Yeah. You can have a gap year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, year. yeah, yeah. And uh, the gap year became two and a half years, and um, I was in all sorts of trouble for letting her go. And um, and basically, I was literally going to get on the airplane and go and get her because there were all sorts of shenanigans going on. She was kicked out of her auntie's house. She was living on a barge in the icy cold. And um, I said, no, I'm going to go and get her. And then... I'm driving my car, doing deliveries, and um, basically she, she phones, and um, she says, screaming on the phone, that she's signed the record deal. You know? <laughs> I nearly drove off the road. Good goosebumps. Yeah, and, um, yeah. yeah, so basically from, there, from that moment onwards, she's been going from strength to strength, you know, with the backing of the label and um, the industry in London. That's amazing and just so organized and so focused on helping her, you know. That is beautiful. Yeah. Listening back to that, how do you feel? Damn. Uh, wow, Dad, thanks. That was very sweet well of you. Done, I appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. Um, no, it was a wild time. It's been a wild time. I've put them through a lot, so, um, you know. So you I'm, thought this was the ECR Top 40, but what it is, it's a counseling session, okay? And really we're here, okay. No, just- <laughs> okay. So, Dad, I really want you to just say everything that you feel, okay? <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Thank you so, no so much, guys. This has been absolutely beautiful. Thank you for and having honored me. Honored to meet you in the flesh. It's really and I, good to meet you. I just know I'm going to see amazing things you know going what? ahead. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my very best. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a real go. So we'll see. Awesome. Thank you for joining us, everyone, and a round of Thank applause you. for Baby Queen. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. What's up? I'm Baby Queen, and you are listening to Danny Caselli on East Coast Radio. Ooh. Hello. And today we will be talking about. <laughs> Jeepers, this yeah. is. <laughs> Your voice is stunning. This is Elle's Court. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, you really do have a voice for radio. I really so do. you would smash it. You know it. what? Yeah. I'd love it. I think we'd have the greatest time. If it doesn't work out for me, I'm just going to I'm gonna come back here. Done. You got the voice, and I've got the face for radio. Perfect. Yeah. Let's go. You got the hair for it. <laughs>